0: Welcome to the podcast for Forward Thinking Creatives and Changemakers. AC Africa presentation with your host, Peter Bastos This is the one.
1: Yes, it is yet another episode of the One. Episode 9 to be precise on this lockdown day 178. I'll say that again, 178. Uh, that's because it's it's really been a long ride. And quite an eventful lockdown experience it has been. Um, And that's quite ironic to say it's been eventful. I'm saying this because there hasn't been any events that, that, that have been happening from level five up to now imminently level one. And as we all know, the entertainment, the arts and the creative industries... Um, maybe I should say most of the creative industries have been hit the hardest. And that is the reason we have recently experienced protests across the country, and from buildings being lit red and, and highways being blocked, and uh, to peaceful marches. So to unpack the dynamics and implications around specifically the flight case movement protest, uh, which was headed by a segment of the event and technical subsector, Um, and we were going to also touch on the hashtag Vula President the Gauteng Entertainment March which also took place recently Uh, but we don't have the representative at the moment but hopefully uh, they will be able to join us and if they do, that would be great but I do have online with me um, the owner of Black Motion Production Kakiso Moima and uh, he's a highly experienced live events industry technology manager with over 17 years of experience Um, so he is on the line with me Khakiso, welcome to The One and thank you very much for joining me, my brother.
0: Well, good evening and uh, to everyone who's listening uh, to this wonderful show.
1: Thank you so much. Um, I think to, to get us going, just paint the picture for us how your industry and perhaps related industries have been affected by, by, by these lockdown laws that we've been experiencing for what, over f- uh, five months now, six months? month yeah so
0: look for us it was it was a painful experience to um to go through because when the rumbling started with regards to COVID-19 and uh, Wuhan and so forth um immediately what happened on the 15th of March when the president announced that you know there is an introduction of a level five lockdown in South Africa. By that time, already clients had started canceling all types of events because all of us, if you remember, mm-hmm. during in around March, third uh, March, we were really anticipating what will happen, how will this affect South Africa as a whole. And for us, with the Disaster Management Act, it really closed down any possibility and yeah. level five we were like uh oh, maybe this will you know we'll take another four weeks two weeks and we'll recover no i mean you know i mean to a point where we realize okay fine we can survive one month two yeah. it's a bit of a stretch three we are hemorrhaging four we are contemplating of. You know, um, putting our companies under administration, uh, we're thinking of retrenchments, and we're thinking of just closing down because that's when the the cost of keeping the business while we were at home were piling up. And yeah. banks, number one, banks with regards to the relief fund and payments holiday, you know, they only give you three months, and sometimes it would be for your personal, um, you know, cover, not necessarily the business because. Remember we are deemed as high risk especially in the live events and technical production sector. We yeah. are deemed to be high risk. That's purely because one the bank does not understand our industry. You know, sure. they don't understand how how we can survive with getting contracts, intermittent contracts, you know, in a month, you sort of, if you have a sales pipeline, you know, um, you have three, five, seven shows that are confirmed and some keep on popping as time goes. So, I mean, to a point where one company decided to retrench over 200 staff members, it has lost 114 million rands in the past six months. And you know, freelancers have been hit the most because remember yeah. those are the guys that are not registered for UIF, so yeah. TS does not cover uh, them. Um mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there is no insurance uh, to keep them going. So I mean, it's been it's been oh man, I don't know, you know, it's been hectic.
1: No, but it must I think, have been, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um i mean I, I can imagine i can imagine how bad it has been i mean this is just something that anybody uh, would relate to because what we're saying is if you've been put out of work for 6 months um and if it's, it's 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 freelancers that have been hit the most these are people that um go from job to job right and they they're not a business as such and therefore they wouldn't have budgets that would cover them for 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 months so to say ahead of uh their last job so i understand uh how bad it has been um so it got to a point where you felt and and maybe take us through that process where you felt enough is enough how did the organizing of the flat case movement start and the whole process of putting together the protest the flat case movement
0: right so how flat case uh flat case movement started i yep. was part of the committee that was organizing light essay red and ah. through that that movement what then happened was uh they had a a foot in the door in the department of sports arts and culture yeah and what i had said to them was I'm only giving you guys two weeks because to a certain level, the cosmetics of lighting buildings, um, historical monuments and so forth, it's beautiful, you know, but knowing our government and as a black person, knowing our government, sometimes it takes you just, you know, um, doing something drastic for them to act so I had given them two weeks. And after the two weeks, nothing concrete had come from the department. And I had told them that flat case movement has been happening around the world. Around the world, uh, yeah. We've seen it in North America. Yeah, you know.
1: So you didn't want to re- reinvent okay. the wheel.
0: Yeah. So for us, it was more of let's regroup, get every stakeholder, technical company, technicians, Freelancers Invite mm-hmm. musicians Invite mm-hmm. bo- box office staff Administrators uh, Events, producers, event managers uh, Roadies and so forth All of us Let's go uh, Meet at Paul Kruger Square And then mm-hmm. push Flat cases To the department To deliver a memorandum now Of yep. demands you know? uh-huh. And we had told Yeah, we had put down seven points, uh, which were talking to what we require, one, uh, to go back to work, which was the first point to reopen the live events and technical production within the COVID-19 guidelines because Event Safety Council had populated a thick 68 document Mm -hmm. on how we can reopen without without, um, you know, endangering patrons who would be going to um, those events. And secondly, it was um, a demand of two billion rands that will assist us to, as a stimulus package, to assist us kickstart when they decide to open, when they now uh, respond to point number one, which was reopening. Because six months has taken out Credit card savings overdraft anything. So if today you decide uh, you want to call Black Motion, you need you need you need to uh, you have an event coming up. Chances are, I'll tell you, it's COD. Why? Because uh, I need to I need to organize from scratch. You know uh, the yep. planning has to happen from scratch. So the stimulus package, the two billion rand stimulus package, was. Uh, in conjunction with Sifa, which is a small um, enterprise finance agency because government wouldn't just give us money directly. So we, we've even set up a, an agency uh, that is administered by the government, which was Sifa, uh-huh. you know. And um, I think the fourth, the fourth point was um, the relaxation of um, uh, uh, application requirements for freelancers. Now they wanted text clearance. They wanted big statement. You had to be South African, and you have to really put down um, a list of events that you had been scheduled to do. Yep. You know, and mm-hmm. we just felt that you know without consultation uh-huh. with us before taking out such things, you know it would be a mess, and which it was. Um, mm-hmm. And the fifth point was we want a seat at the table when you make any decision that has to do with the live events and technical production we need to be there to advise because why that is why you list, you heard we all heard south africa and the world heard what the the president was talking about 50% yep. but limited to 250 indoor and 500 outdoor well look then you don't understand the market segment within the industry. Yes, you know maybe know the theater, the theater part of it. Uh, maybe you know the conferencing part of it, but entirely you don't know that there's outdoor concerts, which work on uh, a head count, so that you can even break even as a, as an event producer. You know there are road shows, there are sporting events. I mean, there's many more that I can count. And uh, the last one was a deliberate and a sustainable plan, which included uh, transformation in the industry. So that's what we delivered as um, uh, at the, at the Department of Sports Arts and Culture through our flood case. And we had given them forty eight hours, and they responded within forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. The, the Saturday, uh, the next two days, we had a meeting with them, oh, and nice. Unfortunately, to date, they have not um, responded to our demands um, in such a way that when we had that meeting with the department, Mm -hmm. we had to then write um, their response so that we can release a joint statement. And, you know, I mean, now they are nowhere to be found.
1: So... To date, the only demand that has been met is the first one, go back to work. But as to all the others, besides the fact that you did sit with them um, within that 48 hours, um, and with this announcement by the president of Level 1 and what it comes with, the demands haven't been met. Have they? No,
0: I mean... um, To a certain extent, remember our the, our first point was actually reopen the live events and technical production industry at seventy percent okay within the yeah so i, I i'm not sure uh, then 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 the president uses a fifty percent percent with a yeah. me- with fifty percent but a cap of two hundred and fifty and and fifty
1: once we get to level one is is it is it really opening up the industry?
0: Look, I mean, for me, it's not at all because, no. and, and and again, we are not celebrating the 250 to 500 people because it does mm. not even cover the different market segment within our industry. It means that we'll continue uh, into the unknown months of struggle in the mm. industry because most people then will remain unemployed. Companies right now do not have capacity to reopen first of all because there isn't that uh, stimulus package that we were talking about. And you know, and and and, and you know, it's, it's such yep. sad and, and look not all Companies work on uh working in, in like conferences because this was pro- probably thought of as oh, the live events is just conferences, gala, dinner, you know, uh, and so forth. Yeah. Uh, and it, you know, uh, but for those who have bought equipment for large outdoor events, so mm. say I've spent 10 million rand in the last two years to make sure that I can take cater for an outdoor uh market segment, it means you know, right now uh you know i'm i'm drowning it yeah, means that it, their, their their investment is literally shelved <laughs> and their mm. team are unable to work larger cap look at this uh um, larger capacity venues as well mm. will also be left stranded yeah, you know yeah. with smaller yeah. events less stuff is needed to so now everyone is scaling down so if I employed uh, 30 people which I do now I have to take it down to five and I have yeah. to put them on rotation as well depending on what type of events are happening
1: yeah because that yeah I think that's a good point to make the fact that it doesn't mean that all events are going to be coming back um, as as they were before before lockdown right yeah um, because it, it, it's going to take it's going to take a while. But w- what does it mean then, with regards to what your efforts were intended, uh, in terms of flat case movement? What does it mean for that? Does it mean there's going to be another flat case uh, movement? Uh, what does it mean? Because surely you you guys have learned something through this process, and you, you want to get something out of it. And it is quite straightforward. What what you want to get out of it is just to simply live. So. Sure. What does it mean for what you guys, for all the efforts that you guys have put forward?
0: No, look, um, we have to reorganize again. Um, we will give, now we decided to give the department a week to respond uh-huh. to the joint statement that needs to be released. Uh, so that the flat case movement participants can see... You know, what deliberations and engagements, what ta- and how, 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 you know, how, how deep we actually went into um, discussion with the department. And the DG was very happy, willing to give information, bringing economic cluster on board, uh, the rest of the DGs, and a yeah. presentation that he was going to make to the uh, 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 National Corona uh, Virus uh, Command Council. And when the president spoke, it really showed us that there hasn't been any line of communication. And again, you know, you haven't seen the minister tweeting anything now. So we will regroup and now we'll have to, um, you know, speak to all the live events and, you know, uh, the technical companies, the technicians and the freelancers, especially those who have not been able to go back to work because it doesn't mean level one, it means jobs are confirmed. Yeah. We still have to follow the, the, uh, the COVID-19 regulation. Um, you know, the screening, temperature screening, wearing of masks, sanitizing hands, that still continues. But for those who are I mean, we have, I mean, uh, this, this, you know, we are bearing two of our own, one who's committed suicide because he cannot, he cannot survive another day without making money. And, you know, I mean, with mm. with such high unemployment rate in South Africa, yeah. it seems like we are deliberately adding more numbers to the unemployment um, uh, number, you know? and, yeah. and, and, and You know, we, I mean, you and I right now, we have no, you and I right now cannot begin to complain about anything else until you have met Tabo, who committed suicide, you know? And I mean, so we have to continue fighting because our, our fellow brothers and sisters are homeless right now. They are destitute. There is no hope. Uh, to any form of income.
1: And, and so we have to continue. And they're literally dying. Yeah. No, this is
0: that uh, now. This is a human fact. People are dying because there is no way to derive income in the live events and technical production. And if there is, it is for even a 0.0001%.
1: Um, may may your colleagues um, so rest in peace. Um, this, as I've always said, um, shows you if you've had any doubts of uh, how the how government and 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 just generally how the industries, in as far as the creative industries, technical events, uh, the arts are taken seriously or not. If you had any doubts about that, this should be a real good um, uh, display of that of how seriously these industries are not taken what support what support have you had during the flat case movement was there support was there unity i know you mentioned um, in the beginning your departure from from saika's uh, movement so to say um But then what kind of support did you get during the FlyCase movement? And I think most importantly, because of what you just said, what kind of support would you like to see?
0: Look, I think for me, firstly, is, is the ultimate unity within the live events and technical production and extensively so to the creative industry as a whole. If we were able to stand together in the creative industry a lot would change, but now, unfortunately, you have artists that are tied to certain contracts or tied to certain brands and cannot be seen uh, to be to be to be um, you know marching and and causing havoc because there's a lot to protect, uh, you know. Um, however, Sekia, unfortunately, you know, came out and 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 said they cannot. They cannot be seen to be associated with the flat case movement because they are in conversation with the department, which was a really, you know, uh, a big blow to the numbers who came through on the day, on the 8th of September, you know, because then uh, a certain, certain part of the industry did not know if it is the right thing to go march while Sekia and TPSA are having conversations. And, you know, as, as one of the committee members at, at Light SA Raid, you know, I told them that that would further open the gap between the white and the blacks because there were talks that, you know, Light SA Raid was seen to be a more white-leaning uh, um, movement you Know yep. uh, as compared to flood case movement, and not yep. necessarily because I, I raised my hand and I was seen as the founder and the speaker, uh, the spokesperson of flood case movement. But yep. it further opened the division between these two, um, monocultural groups in the industry. So now we have to really deal with transformation because it's at the table now. You know, you, you know, there's there's there's, there's um, unfortunate insults that are getting thrown you know back and forth between the industry so without unity even the department and the government won't be able to listen so there's a lot that internally we really have to uh, uh, deal with and you know you, you have everyone in different corners and let me tell you once we can once once we we continue to perpetuate the division we will go against the xenophobia will then come through and then the tribalism will then come through as well as we have seen in the past and as we have learned as a society in south africa
1: no no, no i couldn't agree with you uh more about about the the unity that is needed and i think um th- this is a reflection as you said uh in not so many words of of the, the divisions that really do exist um, within the subsector and as far as the, the, the technical uh, events industry is concerned in the country and um, it, it, this does a, a huge disservice in trying to address that and uh, hopefully you will have that kind of unity and that kind of support the kind of support that you need but what have you learned as we close um uh, Gahiso, mm. what have you learned from this process and what are you taking away from it? Even post COVID-19, I'm sure this has been something um, that has had some kind of impact to you yourself as an individual, as a person that took the courage to um, uh, spearhead this movement. What have you learned and what are you taking away, uh, KG?
0: Um, Look, I I mean, to be honest with you, it took so much. It took so much from me and it will go back to the issue of unity. I have learned that you may have the, the the best ideas in the world, and if those ideas involves people, um, you know, you need to. I need to. I need to learn myself right now on how best I can. You know, if 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 I live the rest of my life learning on how to best unite people. Because I've learned that if people are united, yo, there's yep. a lot that can be achieved, and we can yep. move mountains together. If we yep. had to stand in one voice and said no, and I congratulate the the, the comrades in 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 Durban who's, who who went and actually risked their lives, uh, that were shot at, um, and that were tear gassed, and and that is the spirit in in winning as a team, as a collective. And if, if, if I had to learn that for the rest of my life, I think, you know, I, I, I don't want to learn any other, other thing, you know, because I, I've realized that I, I can achieve a lot in life uh, through unity and through, um, you know, human participation for one goal and one purpose.
1: Fantastic, my brother. I hope this podcast um, this episode and and in various other mediums will contribute in spreading your word. Thank you and well done on your efforts. What you've done will go you know it, it goes a long way and um, as, it, as it affects thousands and thousands and thousands of people um, in a positive way and I have no doubt that it will impact the industry in in one way or the other, the industry that you apply your trade in so keep up, keep up the good work uh, kg.
0: No, thank you very much. And thank you for your time. And thank you to all the listeners.
1: That's our episode. Thanks to the producer, uh, Bhutlema Kobo of this episode and to you for staying with us thus far. Until the next episode, uh, which will be episode 10, which we're looking forward to that. Please do subscribe where you would have found this podcast. That's the one. Cheers.